You are now listening to the D&D podcast, Dragons on J Street. Let's roll. Okay, welcome everyone to our Dentures and Sagans over the age of 65 uh, adventure. It's going to be great. Super excited. Um, so you guys all find yourselves in uh, in a coffee and sandwich shop that you've been going to for years now together. You, you've all known yourselves for quite some time. Um, but, I mean, none of the other players know who you are, so if you guys want to introduce yourselves, uh, who wants to start? Ooh. Why doesn't Connor start? I'm old man Jenkins. <laughs> um... My friends call me Rocket Man. And um, this is Gerald. He's my cat familiar. Mm. <laughs> That's all you need to know. <laughs> Excellent. All right. Uh, you can call me Kazi or Kamikaze. Yeah. Um, I'm uh, a, a nice rogue outlander, uh, wood elf. I'm 6'10 and 599 years old. Any, what clothes are you wearing? Or, oh, is there I'm, any weird thing about you? Or? Leather armor, I'm like a nice sneaky, <coughs> sneaky old guy. I lived out in the woods by myself for many, many years, so um, the woods are my home. Excuse me, I forgot to mention I'm a gnome. <laughs> <laughs> and I travel in this metal cockpit with a sidecar, and that's where Gerald sits. <laughs> Kevin, go for it. I'll go for it. I'm Kevin, and I'll be playing. <clears throat> strum with the guitar. Alfonso Ricardo Eduardo Hector Carlos Cusco Rodriguez Garcia Lopez Martinez Julio Teo El Segundo. <laughs> I am a halfling that will be playing a Spanish halfling with a fiery temper and short patience. He makes a little work of those who challenge him in combat. Passion is the word that describes. This one little happening. He shows compassion to his friends and wrath to his enemies. So yeah, uh, you can call me Alfonso or Papi Chulo. Papi Chulo. Alfonso or Papi Chulo. And Quincy, you're playing, what's your character's name again? Uh, Kazi, like... Kazi? Like Kamikaze. Gotcha. <coughs> Connor Harris. Old Man Jenkins or Rocket Man. Gotcha. <laughs> Beautiful. Alright, Patrick. Give it to us. Um, I'm Patrick. I'm playing an eldritch knight named Old Man Lincoln. <laughs> I will be a Goliath. Um, I lived in a village in a forest um, as our as our small village began to grow uh, we encountered giant beavers <coughs> that our village had to uh, battle with and went from lumberjack to warrior um, and over the years I have experienced a lot of shell shock it was a it was a bloody battle and uh, I hallucinate a lot, so 
Oh no. I will do my best to not mistaking you for trees, but I do love to chop wood. Oh <laughs> 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 And from what I remember, you have a massive upper frame and tiny kind of spindly legs. Yes. Rather slow, but uh, very strong. Um, yeah, seven feet tall, seven foot tall Goliath, so... <laughs> My 310 half <laughs> up to this seven foot Goliath. Uh, um, okay. So I'm Darcy and I'll be playing Baba. She is a old Polish granny. <laughs> Never to be found with a Polishka. <laughs> um in her youth she uh, she had found an abandoned motorcycle. And uh, that was her mode of transportation, but because her hips are no longer very good, she can't get on top of a motorcycle. So she has a Vespa, which is still pretty badass. <laughs> um, and in the basket, she carries her sack of potatoes. Magical potatoes. <laughs> very fitty. <laughs> um, yeah, because she's like an old-time farmer and can't be anywhere without her potatoes because that's like her livelihood. Um, yeah. Also, her eyes aren't so good, but she still insists on writing the best book because, like, that's her thing. <laughs> um, it is a coal-powered Vespa. A coal-powered Vespa. <laughs> oh, right. We were going to change it to a tricycle. Yeah, whatever works. Whatever works. <laughs> cool with a coal-powered Vespa. And what, what race is Baba? Human. <coughs> Human? Okay. That's everybody. You're an elf? I am a halfling. Half? Halfling. Ha- oh! So what do you actually find? Ring! Someone who you can see eye to eye Alfonso. with. Or you can call me Papichulo. <laughs> Papichulo is what my grandkids call me. I am their abuelo. What are you? <laughs> uh, Patrick? What's that? Uh, old man Lincoln. Like, what's your... Uh, what's your race? Oh, uh, Goliath. Eldridge. Height. What is an Eldritch Barry human? Yes, he Baba, a it's magical a... warrior. Baba. Oh, I'll just put it out there that my character is also a bard. A bard? A bard. <laughs> trying to give it the Spanish accent. <laughs> a bard. My grandfather is South American, but I'm trying to give it the old um, Spain accent. Un poquito de. A little bit of a lift when you speak with a family. <laughs> Barcelona. <laughs> Barcelona. Okay, so um, I'll just go on, do my little spiel, set the scene, <coughs> and then when, after that, you guys are pretty much free to wander. It's pretty open world. You can, there's, I've built a decent portion of the town, so. Oh, use a map too. I do. After I go through this, gotcha. I'll, I'll toss up the map. Um, yeah, talk to people, figure stuff out, stop the young from taking over, and, uh, <laughs> yeah. So we're currently, uh, all together. We're sitting around a table right now. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Keep in mind, um, you won't really need to leave the city, but if you want to, you can. And there's, like, dinosaurs and giant mammals out there. Ooh. Just cause. Because yeah. if we're gonna play a ridiculous game, why not? <laughs> <laughs> what do you say? So, dinosaurs! <laughs> yeah. I yeah. don't mind going for a walk. 
A roll. <laughs> a stroll. A walk and roll. <laughs> it's walk and roll. <laughs> Come on, guys. It's walk and roll. Okay. <laughs> Amazing. Okay. You find yourselves in the bean and bread, occupying the usual long table in the middle of the quaintest and only coffee and sandwich shop in the isolated <coughs> river town of Odell. As every morning the scent of facial... Freshly baking breads and slow roasted meats drifts across your wrinkled nostrils as you watch the elderly gnomish couple prepare for the day's sandwich orders. Owners of the bean and bread for over 70 years, Benny and Teresa Frothtop handle their drink orders and baking with practice confidence. And, as every day, their grandson Chad is taking orders at their new grab-and-go grab express line put in for the demand of the working young folk who seem more and more prevalent in the town these days. Mm. And the lineup was filled with just that. Young folks of various races wearing their hip, tight, low-cut tunics, uh, baggy pantaloons, and those damn newfangled dangly earrings that are all the rage these days. Mm. Quite, <laughs> quite the contrast to the shop's regulars. And you catch glancing and mutterings directed towards these young folk by the more conservative, uh, seated clientele. But as old Benny Frothtop said when he had the express queue installed, It's with the times, or up the times move by. Uh, it also gives poor Chad something to do, as after the trauma of losing both his parents and an accident at the docks. Crushed to death by one of our bean shipments, you recall. <laughs> Teresa saying a few months prior, tears rolling down the cracks of her wrinkled face, the well-practiced laugh lines becoming small streams, as she recounted the deaths of her daughter and son-in-law, Serena and Caleb, a sprocket totter. That old crane delivered one deadly shot of espresso when it came down. Oh Your thoughts drift off to the oddly well-kept state of the wooden floorboards and the hand-carved furniture. Uh, as finally, um, late as always, Alfonso hobbles through <coughs> the door and slowly lowers himself into the sixth chair. Um, yeah, uh, you, you see Benny take notice with a glance and he hurriedly prepares a tray full of drink, drink orders coming order, over to your table in a matter of moments. Hey, hey, glad to see the, uh, what, what are you guys called? Ooh. We got a group name. Yeah. I meant to ask that before. Oh. But if you have a group name. The Joyful Geriatrics. <laughs> <laughs> that is us. Joyful <laughs> Geriatrics. <laughs> or was it the Jolly Geriatrics? <laughs> Oopsie, uh, whatever. Wait, Benny, where's my arroz con leche? I'm hungry. Hey, hey, glad to see the Jolly Geriatrics is still able to creep their way here. And he laughs and winks. Um, the same line he's been delivering for months, ever since, uh, ever since old, old man Lincoln had a close call with a young driver taking horse and buggy lessons. <laughs> but, there's, but there's comfort in the familiar banter. You notice his face looking sullen after his practice delivery, eyes sunken in red as, it, as he hands out your usual, looking even more gaunt now these days than looking more gaunt now than the days following his daughter's death. Um, and he knows you're usually starts handing out your drink orders, he's already prepared them. Um, perfect. Let me know if you need anything. And with a tired half-smile, he hurries back to the counter, expertly tossing soiled mugs, cutlery, and plates <coughs> onto a meat stack on his tray as he passes abandoned tables. Thoughts of his depreciating for uh, form fade, as your group settles down into warm cups and the usual banter. So 
so you're welcome to banter. Mm, which one's mine? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's this one here, old man Jenkins. Oh, thank you. He passes over your usual ten shots of espresso in a glass <laughs> with the small cup of milk for Gerald. Mmm. <laughs> Here you go, Gerald. <laughs> my goodness. Has anybody seen my uh, chicha, my purple drink from my hometown? <laughs> Benny, did you did you place it on the counter? I cannot see. <laughs> ah, I did, it's I did. Right in front of you. That very expensive, specially ordered drink chicha. that you had us. <laughs> <laughs> Did Benny seem upset to you? Uh, I don't know. He seemed a little off, but... Benny! Cosi, you talk to him. You are his best friend. Oh, yeah. Benny, how are your parents these days? I heard they were not doing too well. <laughs> He's already back behind the counter. He's, <laughs> my parents have been dead for about 46 years. Oh, yes. <laughs> I forgot to Benny's pretty old. <laughs> Benny's pretty old. Dios mio! You know, we've been sitting here for a long time. Would you like to do something then? A crash of boot on wood silences the room. Frotops! An elven figure of garish dress erupts into the room, flanked by two human males, blonde and a brunette, both dressed in full black. He is adorned in the latest fashions, uh, from his white croc-skinned boots to his grey bland's tinted monocle, and a well-oiled and groomed mustache to match his slick black hair. You can barely see his Drolex wrist style beneath the golden bangles and bands, and his chains are entangled with dark chest hairs sprouting from his low-cut designer v-neck. His cronies are both in fashionable tunics, <coughs> each with a hand up to one of those damned earrings. Um, the morning has moved on, and the working class has given way to a few remaining elderly members, <coughs> two of which you see hiding behind well-worn menus, as another... Th- as another three rush to the back lavatory, bumping into one another while muttering about incontinence. On a similar <laughs> note, you uh, notice a smell wafting over from old Glenny Bumpkins, a now wide-eyed half-elf man alone in a corner booth, staring shocked as the elf glides slowly, uh, smoothly up to the counter. Vratops, my dearest Benny and lovely Teresa, why have you not signed over the lease agreements to me? As our new, newly appointed and record-holdingly well-liked mayor, Duckett, has asked of you. Benny exhaustedly moves to the front counter, waving Chad to the side as he bends before the elf's burrowing smile. Chad, you notice, seems to have have lost his uninterested demeanor, and he seems excited to see this figure. We've owned the bean and bread for 76 years, and it's the only way we know how to live. Enough! You have two days, Frothtops. Two days to do this peacefully before the Legion come and deal with you. Either way... Who invited these greasy <laughs> I have a question. Does <laughs> this mean change? <laughs> you will find yourself at my wonderful home for the old and the weak with the rest of your kind. <laughs> it's up to you whether you, wa- you walk in or are brought in by a wheel cart. But... And you hear a thump as a bolt flies from a small crossbow, swiftly tugged from the inside of one of the, the blonde bodyguard's tunic. And you hear a thud as it impacts with a fresh pastry on display, pinning it to the wall, inches from Benny's head. And there's a second thud from behind you as Glenny Bumpkin's head hits the table, passed out in his own urine. Two <laughs> days! The elf spins on his heels and exits with the cronies, bangles jangling as he goes. You see Benny sigh and bow his head as Teresa sobs quietly in the kitchen. Chad's, enthrall- Chad's enthralled eyes follow the elf out. 
The room slowly picks up again with subdued conversations, including yours. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Baba, do you know those bodyguards? You're human. <laughs> <laughs> they, they look... They're your hijos? Your children? Your children? <laughs> no, but I think I know one of my neighbors. One of... Oh, hmm, hmm. No, let me think. <laughs> someone, someone told me they had the, the, the mustache. The mustache. Not many people have the same mustache. Oh, uh, yes. No, no. It's a very nice, mm. peculiar mustache. <laughs> you don't see those very often. I think you have heard a little bit about this character. Uh, <coughs> it was by the name of Dustin Lumberpond. Yes! Lumberpond. I just saw him in That's him. <laughs> Well, he's our friend. I want to do something. We should talk to him. Who? Call Dustin. You should talk to him. You are an elf. Dustin. He is an elf. Yes, we are half half related by blood. I'm too old viejito for this. You you talk to him. I'm gonna go help Teresa. I go over to uh, Alfonso goes to Teresa. Okay. My Even when Dustin has stormed out, he's like, oh, okay. yeah, yeah, he came in and was gone. Dustin, yeah, let's find him. I always play that in general. So Alfonso goes, my lady, I'm so sorry this happened. Uh, she's just, you know, cleaning herself up with some tissues and, and it's like, it's, it's, it's all right. It's, he's, he's been in three times this week and I fear this is the last. You're very beautiful. You have a husband? <laughs> you are... You are seated, you're standing at the counter. Benny is behind the counter, <laughs> and she is in a bit farther back in the bakery section. Um, Why was I here again? <laughs> Benny's like, You're very beautiful, Benny. <laughs> I am her husband. Oh, yeah. What was I doing here again? Oh, Cosby! How are you doing? Buenos dias! Buenos. We should ask the other patrons what they think about. <coughs> Mm, Justin, no. G, yeah. go. This is our. We will go. We will go. We will not go. Let's go talk to this Dustin Pond Pants boy. I'm right behind you. No, put it out. Go. Let's go. walk and roll. <laughs> So does I'll you put you on the tab for next time, I guess. <laughs> Thanks, Benny. <laughs> and with that, we we leave. Storm out. We exit. Uh, <laughs> storm out. And leave. <laughs> to find this so, Dustin so, character. Like, yeah, as you go out, he, he, he walks out with Gerald, <coughs> and you see parked at the front is a ridiculous looking cart with a sidecar on the side. Um, there's like weird fireworks explosive kind of things packed into the back of the side chart and uh yeah that's i run up to it because i'm a little half lean and i have to kind of pick up my pace and i'm like oh i have something to say to you to who to me to uh the dustin guy oh he's like no oh that's not you can't see him he's the fiery card is gone now no that's my that's his card oh that's your yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> i thought it was his why is yours not? <laughs> 
It's like like a wheelchair made of wood oh. with a sidecar, essentially. What? <laughs> and weird rocket type things. It's like a cockpit. I think yeah. it's only fair, uh, old man Gerald, if I drink him, if I come in your thigh. We always try that Gerald scene. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we leave Gerald it's here? We're leaving here with Ben. No. He's my he eyes and ears. <laughs> I'm very blind. <laughs> Hence my goggles. <laughs> You're seeing eye cat. <laughs> so, there's the map of the town you're in. Um, the coffee shop. Nothing happened. Don't worry about it. <coughs> um, yeah, the coffee shop I believe is right there. So okay. you come out into the great square, um, and as you come out, you see it's mostly young folk just walking around. They're all in like fashionable clothing, all business, very busy. Um, very few elderly people. <gasps> you can see. So. The town has pretty much anything, um, from general store, tannery, carpenter, cra- like the craftsman district has all those kind of things, and then town square has been mostly turned into like shopping mall style stuff for the young. Um, recently, everything's been bought out. You guys all have homes in the modest neighborhoods, but there's whole sections. There's whole sections like this entire section has been bought out and actually torn down for you know that. Um, Dustin Lumberpond's one of his companies is going to be building condos there, um, basically. So yeah, there's m- most of the modest modest neighborhoods. I would say about half of it has been either purchased or the people have been like forced out of their home, like evicted from their homes. Um, upper city is just upper class people, and the noble district is where the mayor lives. And I have a problem with Dustin Poolpond because. Anybody can come into our city through these, and he's building condos. Who is this Dustin again? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, so you guys just walk out the front of the um, bean and bread. You know what? I have an idea. Mm. This Dustin guy, he does not sound good. But Lincoln, I know Mr. Old Man Lincoln. Do you know the mayor? Oh, I might know him. Uh, you don't actually. He's been very newly appointed. I don't know. More of a hush hush thing. Um, We're best friends, right? Let's go see the town mayor. Hall. Town hall! Town hall! Town hall! Town hall! Town hall! Okay, so you, you guys start walking um, up towards <coughs> the upper city. The town hall is in the Noble District. Um, as you get to the front gates of the Noble District, you see two guards. You can see that they're, they're the city guards flanking the, flanking the doors. And uh, and they they halt you as you're beginning to enter. Mm. Oh, why are we being stopped here? Um, there will be no entry into the noble district today, especially not. Por qué? Why? Any of you? Any kind of? They kind of Excuse just look at you me? disdainfully. They're both they're both young males. You can you see there. Thank they're, you. Are they human? They are human, they and so they good. both. Uh, does anyone have a passive perception over 14? What? I don't know. Um, that is... Or I have zero perception. Nine. Joe, turn your head the other way. That's what I do. So you notice that they both have those earrings on that oh. both the other young guys came in with right. as well. Oh, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. So can I play my bagpipes and make a fog and like pass them? The gates are the gates are closed. Like everything's closed and barred. Oh, but okay, okay. Uh, I have an idea. But I think we need to go into a circle first. 
Thank you for your help, sir. <laughs> You're quite welcome. Come with me. Hello. Ooh. Okay, so we're like out of earshot now. Okay. Okay, something's up. I don't know what, but I've got this feeling in my toes, and I can't feel anything down there. <laughs> what do we do? Well, that, that door is made of a lot of wood. I want to chop. <laughs> Must chop. Careful, Jenkins. With those two guards, what are we going to do? Can we knock him out somehow? Ooh. Middle of the daytime. Oh. I, will I know what the kids like. They like the crop tops. So we uh, have a sale of crop tops. They go running. We get our chance. We. There's a lot of people around. This is true. Gerald sees everything. Gerald, you just told us you're blind. Actually, old man Jenkins would know that there are fashionable clothing warehouses being stored in the warehouse district, stored in the warehouse district, because he actually lives in a tiny shack in the warehouse district mm. uh, to keep his experiments hidden. Jenkins, to, yes, to Wasinos, your neighbors. Yes, they let's have. Go. Look! Should we Steal travel? crop tops and hand them out <laughs> to the people so they can distract the guy. Oh, this, this plan might not work. We, we are not the young generation <laughs> for Wait, selling these crop tops. We need to be cool and hip. You know, I don't do well around people who aren't my friends. <laughs> you do also know, um, being arrested by the town's guard especially as an elderly member, won't you'll, you'll be forced to do community service, which is essentially working in the, like, sewing, <laughs> sewing shops in the slave district. What? Preparing materials for, what is, uh, preparing, yeah, basically that. You don't know much more than that about what happens, but you know when elderly are arrested, that's where they seem to end up. Wait a minute. Should we go there? And then talk to the elderly that had been arrested to see I if they can give us free stuff. Maybe we need to investigate this a little bit more. I think if there's old people being slaves, we have a bigger issue than Pool Pond. Where are we right now? <laughs> At the what? gates of the Novo Why are we here? <laughs> I have no idea why. Where are my needles? While we're here, we should talk to them and ask them why the gates are closed. Oh, we already did that. Ooh, the earrings. Earrings. Oh, yeah. Let's ask them about their earrings. Or ask other people about other, if they've seen people with those earrings. Mm. But I don't think they want to talk to us. Why don't we find something younger to do? True. What about our grandkids? Do we have grandkids? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> not here, anymore. Not in town. <laughs> Mine are back in Barcelona. <laughs> All right. You've all so somehow misrepidly found yourselves here, but in town, I don't. I think none of you have family, which is why you've all gathered um, together. We should go back to the coffee shop. I do, and then talk to some of the, the younger the regulars. I do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you did notice too. Uh, there weren't any younger folk left in there. They've all gone to their jobs and to the day. Oh, it was okay. only the elderly left. Oh, okay. Hmm. Um, Maybe I we can find a hidden passage. When? <laughs> <laughs> but talking to anyone would be not the worst thing. True. I do have a disguise kit. 
There's people all over. Can, can, can I look for someone that looks questionable and sketchy? Reassuring. Sure. Um, roll a perception check. Wait, we. Oh, do I have it? Eight. Plus uh, perception. Very perceptive. Um, nine. Oh. Eight plus nine. That's pretty Plus nine? Whoa. Well, it's passive. Perception. Is that the same? I think it's the same. Plus seven. Okay. Um, That's a lot. Fifteen. That's crazy. You do, actually. You guys are in the the upper city district, right at the gates. And um, coming from outside the town, you see kind of a shifty-looking elven fellow. Um, (laughs) And he's he's walking with a purpose, but he's he's walking past. Middle-aged. This might not be the purpose of him being there, but... I think I've got an idea, guys. Tell us. You see, that man looks questionable and sketchy. Sketchy he would know hidden access into a place like this, wouldn't he? Maybe. Tunnels? Look at him. He is a mental man. He's covered in dirt. Percy Bowman. Tunnel? I knew you, Bow. We should confront him. Let's do it. Confront. Guys. So as he's walking, he kind of looks over this pack of elderly folk. <laughs> hey, <right>? you! <laughs> and he, he, you can see him visibly roll his eyes. He's like, what do you, what do you want? Um, well... Demand respect that. from the young fellow. <laughs> <laughs> he comes off as a total asshole. You see there, good sir. Um, we are looking for some assistance. Who are you? We are the... The Joyful the Geriatrics. Jolly. Have you ever heard of us? <laughs> no, nor maybe, do I care. Maybe you've heard of me. My name is Alfonso Ricardo Iguardo Hector Carlos Cusco Rodriguez Garcia Lopez Martinez Julio Teo. He's El already segundo. about 10 feet past you. Cosby, go grab him! <laughs> hey, hey, we're talking to you and I don't appreciate when you're rude to my friend. I don't appreciate when you interrupt my day. I have work to do. Gerald, quick question! Follow yes. me. Oh, wait. Would you know or know of anyone that knows how to get into the noble district to get past the guards? As far as I know, there's one way in and one way out. Where is that? The front gates. Oh! It's we should try that! that. <laughs> Shall we t- ask him about the earrings? Mm. Uh, yes. Excuse me, sir. Do you know anything about these earrings that the young people wear? Well, it seems to be a, a newer trend brought in when... Dustin Lumberpond rolled into town. So with the only friends of Dustin who wear No, he started selling them and, and supposedly young kids, uh, the young <coughs> folk that have been buying them, but they, um, they allow them to speak telepathically to each other if someone else has those rings as well. Where are these earrings sold? Who is Dustin Lumberpond? There's a, there's a shop just down in the, t- the town uh, in the Great Square. Shall we go down to the shop and ask him? Maybe what do you, he knows more about. What do you know? What do you know about new mayor? Um, the new mayor, I actually know very little about. Um, some say the lumber pond industries have uh, kind of messed around with his induction, but I, I don't know anything about him really. Hmm. Old man Jenkins, I hear rumors that uh, he might be. Uh, Randolph Vigay, who might be the new man. <laughs> Ooh. Have you heard of him before? <laughs> Once in a story. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, 